Hey everybody, welcome to Dawson Starlings. Today we're going to be talking about Season 3, Episode 5, Indian Summer. still say that is that politically correct i don't know i'm guessing no i yeah i would imagine not so um summer <laughs> just normal hot summer the hot summer um this episode was not great no i didn't like it <laughs> i'm gonna go off i'm gonna say it now <laughs> start off I, strong i start off strong i it's not my favorite dawson's creek episode but okay you know let's talk about exactly why Okay, let's do that then. And I really hope Greg Berlanti's listening. He is. He's he probably. Told, did you not see his thing where he was like, "I'm such a fan." Oh my god, no! Send that to me. I will. I'll send it to you. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, whoop! That's. Did you get it? Yep. <laughs> we should probably. <laughs> we should probably tell people that we're back for another. It's too early in the morning to be recording episodes, so this will be a mess. Yeah. Also, I just got boosted yesterday. Hashtag get vaccinated. Um, so I'm like a little like I didn't sleep well. I feel like weirdly achy and I don't know, man. It's I don't understand why this shit does it to you. I don't know. Well, let's just go well, because of the tracker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot the boosters the one where they put the microchip in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Da, da, da. Um, so I'm basically invincible now. Yeah. You've oh, always boy. been invincible to me. Oh, you too. Oh, yeah. You can do uh, no wrong. What? You can do no wrong. Oh, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't you can be do true. no right? Cool. <laughs> That's yeah. better, yeah. Um, the Netflix episode summary says, as Dawson tries to uncover the mystery surrounding Eve, Joey's boss turns his attention to Andy. This episode first aired October 27th, 1999, and was written by Gina Fattori. Fattori? I'm looking to you for this Italian name. A fattori. <laughs> I didn't want to. I wasn't going to be the one to do it, sure. but I'm glad someone did. Sure. And Tom Kapinos. Kapinos. <laughs> well, he sounds a little Greek. It's, yeah, it's more Greek. And directed by Lou Antonio. Antonio. <laughs> we got a bunch of Italians here. Um, as soon as we spend so much time in the cold open, like dissecting what a film noir is, I was like, Oh, God, this is going to be like a film noir spoof. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on film noir? I don't know. I mean, I know I went to film school. You went to film school. We both went to film school. And yeah. film noir is like heralded as like this great stylistic film, whatever. I never really got it. I think it's silly. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. I also like you never like got it. So then I, I wanted to clarify for our, um, at this point, tens of listeners about what film noir actually is. Film noir is a style of crime drama marked by cynical attitudes and motivations. Um, some of the identifying characteristics are low key lighting. So lots of shadows, uh, low or wide angles, also Dutch angles, which are those like skewed ones, um, mirror shots or things like looking through a glass or we'll get into it later, but, um, when deputy Doug comes into Dawson's house and you just see him by the shadow at the, through the door, uh, that would be an example of that as well. They were most popular in the forties and fifties. Veronica Mars is a modern film noir huh. example. And I worked on the reboot of Veronica Mars and we would talk about film noir often in meetings. And I would just be like, yeah, no, that, 
um, uh huh. I see how that is definitely film noir. I Very never fucking noir-y. got it. <laughs> I never fucking got it the yeah. entire time. And they would talk about it, not like in a pompous way, but they would want to like lean into it here and there. And I'd just be like, uh huh. Mm hmm. Yes. Black totally. And white stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and yeah. I certainly don't want to hear Dawson like critiquing film ever. No. So no. I was like, we're in for it, huh? We're in for this little treat. Yeah. And since it's so hot in Cape Side all of a sudden, because <laughs> um, like, I feel shit. like I feel like it was homecoming just like yesterday, which is mm-hmm. usually October, November, but now it's summer. Mm-hmm. And spoiler alert, homecoming tomorrow also. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but smack dab in the middle of it, we've got summertime. We baby. got Indian summer, and that means the budget for the fake glistening sweat on everyone is way up. Way. Up. You know what though. I thought they looked great. I mean, it was sexy, sure. Yeah. Well, that's not what I mean. Yeah. Is it sexy when I'm so sweaty? Because I'm about that sweaty in the middle of like a December recording. <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, yes, it is. It's it's very appealing on you. Thank very you. well. Zaz and I, Zaz, do you remember on Heart of Dixie when it was so sweaty or it was so hot outside and we'd have to go like run something across the lot or even just, you know, like one door down and we'd come back in and our boss would tell us to go put our heads in the freezer. (laughs) Our friendship is basically founded on the fact that we're very sweaty people. But like in a cool way. Yeah, no, we make it work. Yeah, 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 Always yeah. Always wiping our palms off on our jeans and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I sweat on my brow line, fellas. Yeah, that upper lip, baby. Don't worry about it. Let's just let it sit there. <laughs> just let it live there. I'm saving it for later. <laughs> no one knows now with the mask on, though. Oh, I know. It's amazing. And that's Dawson's Creek. Thanks so much for Thanks being for listening. Um, so they're at Pacey and Dawson are up in Pacey's room. It's hot as shit. And um, Dawson's watching his film noir for homework in his limited defense. It's for mm-hmm. homework to take away the defense. He's taking a film class. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. in high school, um, he says that it's impossible as he's watching the movies. It's impossible that one of the guys in the movie doesn't know that the woman is setting him up for a fall. And Pacey says it's not ever it's because not everyone is. um like open to the lure of sex as Dawson is. Um, but Pacey goes, most guys like him are happy to sell their soul for the slimmest chance of getting some sex stuff. Sex stuff. Yeah, I mean, men. Yeah, classic. Uh, and then Pacey leaves. Dawson looks out the window and sees someone in Jen's house. It ends up being Jen's house, but like I had so much trouble with the geography of this scene. I was like, what house are you looking at? And how do you know no one's supposed to be in there right now? Yeah, I almost forgot that Jen lived next door. And also, like, I don't know if this is just a 2021 version of me, but if I ever saw looked out the window and saw that, I'd be like, that's someone else's problem. <laughs> Everything's fine, I'm sure. You know, like, I don't want to get into people's business. What if they're playing hide and seek? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know how people are always playing hide and seek in 2021. <laughs> yeah, with flashlights in a dark house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think... I don't know. I guess it depends on what. Mm, I don't know. Tricky now to call the cops. <laughs> you know, so that's why you should just let it be. Oh, but tricky. Let it be. Not to me. I mean, you'd be so lucky to have me as your neighbor, basically. 
Act one, Eve tells Dawson that she's having a torrid affair with Jen, and that's why she was at her house. And um, when Dawson isn't distracted by that, because he's like, whatever, I don't care about that. I just want to know why you were why you had a flashlight. Um, she asks if they can make out instead. Oh, God, this whole thing with her. She's so extra. Yeah, it's too much. Um, Dawson tells her that he already called the cops and Eve threatens to tell the cops that he has the stolen PSATs. Just like the cops will be like, we don't really actually give a shit about that. Yeah. First of all, it's a practice test. <laughs> this is, this episode is like peak Eve being the worst and also peak. Is she a ghost? I know. I'm still not convinced she's not. Yeah. You've seen the evidence. She talks about how she gets a perverse little thrill about making things uncomfortable for Dawson and his friends, which I guess means that she would tell the cops that he stole the test, even though she stole the test. Very confusing. I honestly do not care about this freaking test. I don't care about this storyline. Like, as we were going through, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> but it's all about Eve. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, I like the scene that she calls Dawson's friends Sweet Valley High extras because she was in Sweet Valley High. Oh, wow. How very meta. Yeah, she was um, the valley. She was the whole valley? Yeah, she was it. She oh, was all of it. Role. And as they're talking, which police officer should show up to take Dawson's call? Dougie, I am not gay and don't call me gay or else I will point a gun to your head. Witter. Do you think he's the worst cop in Cape Side or the second worst? Who would be the worst? Pacey's dad? Yeah. I think Doug's actually the worst cop in Cape Side. I think you're right. Thank you. You're welcome. And if I didn't, as always, I would, I would change, change my mind. mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Doug gets there. That's when we get that shot of like we see Doug through the window or through the door and it's just the shadow of him. Film noir, you know? Mm, yes, of course. Yes. Yes, yes naturally. Um, Dawson tells him that it was a mistake that he shouldn't have called. It was actually just Jen sneaking into the house so she didn't wake up Grams. Deputy Doug doesn't believe him. But then he leaves anyway, so good cop. And then uh, when Dawson goes back to the room, Eve is gone. She slipped out the window like a ghost. Yeah, maybe he slipped through the wall. Ooh. Uh, and then outside, Jack and Jen are just being adorable and looking at the stars. Oh my God, they are so cute. But also, here's my question. If you have like a backyard, especially lakeside, to do that next to, why are you like bringing everything downtown? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe it's too muggy at the creek. Oh, maybe all the mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jen's getting chomped for sure. Mm. There's chomp, no chomp. way she's not chomped. Well, she's got that <laughs> sweet taste. Ooh, that sounded creepy. Um, <laughs> it stays in. It stays in. <laughs> yeah. Jack and Jen are very, very cute together. Jen says that it's a perfect evening. And Jack says, like, don't you want to be stargazing with someone else? And then he tries to be an excellent wingman and like talk Henry up to her. This, it, it, I didn't like this episode, but I appreciated Jen in this storyline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I appreciate Jen always, but yes. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, Jack talks about how like sweet Henry is. And Jen says that it's a sweet ones you have to worry about. Besides, she's already sleeping with the best guy, best looking guy on the football team. Which, hey accurate it, jack has guns this season no put those away like, jackie holy shit <laughs> <laughs> he knew that he was going to be doing football stuff this mm -hmm. season so he was like i guess yeah. i'll go to the gym 
He did a couple push-ups right before they yelled action. Jen also talks about how when she first met J- Dawson and Joey, she was jealous of their friendship before the dating thing happened, before Dawson and Joey dated. I don't know. Do you think that, I guess, looking back, maybe Jen was jealous of their friendship? I don't. And I don't think that Dawson and um, Joey were, like, overly cute like Jack and Jen are. Yeah, that's true. That is true. They were very wholesome. Yeah. And thinking back on it, Dawson, not a great friend to Joey. No. Jen says that their friendship is great, though, because sex will never come between them. And then the sprinklers come on. But am I crazy that it's a little heated in the scene between the two of them? Yeah. I mean, the way they're snuggling and like touching and they're glistening from the sweat is a little sexual. I wasn't sure if they were like setting it up for there to be like some weird sexual tension between them. Yeah, I was a little nervous about that because I don't want that. Me either. Their friendship is perfect. Yeah. Thinking of unperfect. Opposite. Uh, At Logan's Marina, Joey's cleaning a boat when her as her creepy boss watches. He's the worst. He's the worst. He and Eve should just get together because they're both doing too much and the worst. And old. Yeah. Than the other characters. That's true. Thank you. Um, this is a scene where we learn that Logan is the last name. It's not. We knew that Rob's name was Rob, but we just didn't know where Logan comes from. Uh-huh. Logan is his last name, which is bad because first name is last name. Never good. Never Rob a good Logan. sign. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Logan. Oh, like Rob Lowe. Again. Again. Hmm. <laughs> uh, he tries to get Joey to take a break and then takes his shirt off throwing the shirt at her and then asks her again which is very gross joey in the scene is the only person in capeside who knows the law and says ask me in two years when i'm legal we all know that no one in capeside really quite understands the laws of statutory rape nope not at all joey's the only one she's the only one that knows anything about it i do love sassy joey though oh me too she i love her in this scene or in this episode as well yeah and then this scene is out on uh, rob like spraying her with a fucking hose i was about to say fire hose that's not right you know any normal hose yeah not a hose of fire no 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 for water in fact (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's cool dawson's on the hunt for eve he's like asking around for her address but neither capeside high or the strip club where she served him knows who she is so was she stalking him it sounds like that yeah him (laughs) <laughs> have you Dawson seen Scream? mr man me <laughs> or pacey or anybody or you know what at this point henry yeah jack yeah. oh my goodness jack's too um buff now i think she would know not to mess with him yeah we've got too many handsome men now cape side i know <laughs> 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 we're both just yawning and in kim's defense it actually is 6 30 in the morning but it's 9 30 for me so like i know but i'm yawning because of your your yawns well i didn't sleep well because of the booster it's okay but i'm not judging you at all i'm, I'm just saying whoever's listening and judging just want to squash that you know yeah why don't you get vaxxed get boosted yeah invincible i slept very well when i hit the booster i was tired of shit way to brag about it i also in my defense don't want to wake up too much because i am going back to sleep True. <laughs> act two jack and henry are headed to football practice and run into jen who's just casually 
eating an Astro Pop. She's just walking around, having a firecracker. She uh, offers it to Jack and Henry, and Jack's like, no, I'm good. And uh, Henry just goes silent again when she tries to talk to him. He went from six to midnight. Six to midnight? He's got a boner. Ah! (laughs) 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 uh, Are people calling it that? Yeah. Interesting. They are? I say, I've heard it. I've never heard we that say before. it. That's very funny. Six to midnight. <laughs> TM, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, so uh, Jen walks away and Jack suggests, like, what if their first date was fate? Manufactured fate. Jack's kind of. That's how it works. Yep. This is real love. And I've, I like, I don't like this, but I like Jen's reaction to it. It's very good. But we'll see Have, it later. Yeah. Okay. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. No, right now. No, if you're watching real time with us, then don't worry. Don't worry about it. Let that fall right out of your head. We'll come back to it later. Uh, (laughs) Man, I wish people could see us. I know. know. It's really good. And Saz (laughs) just um, turned her head a little bit so it could fall right out. Yeah, you know, like when you have water in your ear. It was so casual. (laughs) That's really funny. <laughs> um, then as uh, Dawson's Dawkin? He's a new character. <laughs> okay, what's his deal? He's a doctor. Oh, Dr. Dawkin. Dr. Dawkin. <laughs> Call him all Doc Doc. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. And he's in the scene too. And him and Dawson are like walking around town. Uh, Dawson runs into dumb Doug and asks him for help on a script he's writing. Just obviously just him tracking down Eve. Um, Doug is the worst. And also in the scene, we learned the worst cop or detective in Capeside because Dawson's like, hey, I'm trying to track down, you know, I'm writing the script and we're in the script. They're trying to find this woman. And Doug asks who this woman is. And Dawson describes her as a wild child, but with a sweet side, which is not true. And Doug's immediate response is laundromat. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. Definitely at the laundromat. Yeah. And he's so like confident about it. And then he says in a small town, like Cape side, everyone has to do their laundry at some point. No yes. one has washers and dryers at home. In Only- this middle to upper class <laughs> neighborhood we live in. Yeah. Everyone has one place that they do their laundry. And it's, it's the public laundromat. You think Dawson Screek, who has like 17 bedrooms and a fucking labyrinth of a house, doesn't have laundry? 17 staircases, zero washers. They should have thought about that when they bought the house. So Dawson, obviously, because he's a terrible detective too, uh, which in his right, he's, you know, a child, a film student yeah. child. So of course yeah. he's a terrible detective. Um, he believes Doug. So he's like staking out the laundromat and then he's joined by Pacey who thinks it's stupid, but is still a supportive pal. Good job, Pacey. That's nice. Uh, and Dawson lists out the reasons that he thinks Eve is a mystery. I think they're all just reasons she's a ghost. Like <laughs> I'm on your side now. I've seen no evidence that suggests she's not a ghost. I know a ghost and or a sociopath. Why not both? All right. Yeah, stop putting women in boxes. Let us be all the things, you know? Let us be a sociopath and a ghost. (laughs) Uh, As they walk away, they spot Eve buying ice cream and decide to uh, tail her. Hold on. She's just walking around buying ice cream in a bra. 
She is just wearing shorts and a bra. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they're trying to make you think it's like a bathing suit top, but it's a bra. Like, who's I, walking around like that? I thought it was a bathing suit top, but no, it's a bra. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's still weird. It is very weird. She's like half naked. Well, remember after she got caught making out with Dawson in front of the school, when she went to go talk to him, she was in a bra again. How haven't the mothers of Cape Side been like that? girl dresses so inappropriately like grams is the only one who's noticing this well gail is in philadelphia cream cheese factories uh-huh. and joey's mom is joey's too busy getting jo- her sexually harassed by her boss yeah yeah um jen doesn't jen her only like addition to the eve storyline was giving Dawson some very uncomfortable sex advice. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the series. At the marina, Joey's on a boss. Joey's boss is on a date with Andy. Andy, don't be so dumb. Andy is very dumb in this He's episode. very gullible. Yeah. It's like her character all, for all of the steps that she's taken forward has now taken many, many steps back. Yes. She's back to, it's just not great no. <laughs> yeah it does not but feel her hair like, is blonde again so that means she's stable that's the only thing that means she's stable right her energy feels very much like last season right before she started seeing her brother in the bathroom and that kind of stuff same yeah. energy yeah um and she knows by the way how old rob is because rob went to school with andy's brother mm. oh yes so is he like college age college yeah. aged yeah um, and then so the, Joey's at work and he basically just came up to the marina to get gas to rub it in Joey's face. Like, see, I found another minor to take on a date. And Joey's like, OK, uh, I don't give a sh- like I'm not in this, dude. In order to make <laughs> someone jealous, they have to actually care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then at the end, Rob tips her by putting a little bit of money in her breast pocket. Ugh. So gross. And then back at the spot where Jen and Jack were all stargazing the night before, Henry's like laying out a blanket. It is very, this is bad, but it is cute. He's laying out the blanket. He's got notes for Jen written on his little hand. It's like borderline creepy, but for some reason it's also cute. I think he pulls it off. Yeah, because he's got that innocent little face. Yeah. I mean, he is a child. Uh Uh-huh. He's 14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and this that's is, a big deal. This is a 14 year old we're talking about in the show, in the show's context. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and everyone else is 16. So that's a year and a half difference. <laughs> now, it, I, I don't know. I talk about it more in this next episode. Like I, it is, though, that's a pretty big difference in high school. Mm-hmm. Year and a half. Totally. Totally. By the time you're 16, you've heard things like going from six to midnight and you understand mm-hmm. that reference. You're getting tipped on the boob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, things are different. Things, things are, are different. different. <laughs> you really grow between the ages of 14 and 16. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you do. You can yeah. drive as long as you don't live in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can drive your dad's police car regardless. Oh, yeah, with no consequence. Jen, so Jen shows up as he's like practicing his little date. And uh, Jen tells him that dating is a consensual activity that involves a pre-arrangement. She's not here yeah. this romantic comedy meet cute bullshit. No. I love it. 
Me too. I was so here for it. I was like, yeah, Jen, tell him. Don't be too nice to him. Because I was worried she was going to be too nice and then do the date. And I was like, oh, God, you don't owe this kid anything. Yeah. And I was mad at Jack for setting this whole thing up. Me too. Where's your loyalty lie? Like, I know he's your football bro, but like, you know that Jen's not going to be into this. <laughs> I think he doesn't know any better. Man, I don't know. Boys, you know? Boys. Boys. Sometimes a girl just needs to walk away from one. Oh. Got him. Got him. Hashtag free Britney. Oh, oh, we did. We did that. Hashtag freed Britney. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm so very creative. You really are. You really are. Thank, thank you. Wow. I just felt like I got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Jen leaves after telling Henry not to skip the part where he actually asks her if she wants to go on a date. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. She's like, see ya. Fog coming in and stuff. <laughs> what a moment. I'm going back to the lawn next to the <laughs> creek to stargaze instead of here downtown on this footpath. Yeah, you've you've ruined it. Also, you haven't learned your lesson from last time. The sprinklers are going to go off, kids. You think you're so smart. By the time you're 16, turns out you're only so smart. <laughs> you know? Nailed it. You nailed it. Because the inflection is different? Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, then back to this Eve storyline that I don't care about. I'm vaguely interested, I guess, in the mystery of it. Just because I want to see it get wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care about this. I don't care about no. her. No. As soon as she came out of the window of Jen's house, I like did such a big eye roll. I think my ocular nerves are still sore. Because I was like, that means I'm going to have to care about Eve for this much longer. I thought she was gone. I thought so too. I would rather she just be like, you know, quietly leave. Yep. But no. And as um, quietly as she appeared, she didn't appear quietly. She gosh. does too much. Yeah. <laughs> she was there. I wish she had appeared quietly. Yeah. It would have been nice, actually. Um, Dawson and Pacey follow Eve and watch her get changed in a boat. So that's another film noir shot, like her through the shadows, mm -hmm. um, which I thought it was just a pervy shot, but I guess it is technically a film noir shot as well. But it was also pretty pervy because Pacey and Dawson are watching her like, <laughs> like Beavis and Butthead making noises outside. I'm like, okay, guys, relax. You've never seen a silhouette getting dressed before? No, they haven't. Yeah. Apparently. Like, I mean, why would they? <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so she gets changed and then leaves and Pacey follows her while Dawson checks out the boat, which what are you going to do on the boat? Um, and what does he find on the boat? But a picture. A picture. Did you understand the picture at all? Um, no, I kind of guessed it was like someone related to her because of the blonde hair. It was just so forcibly placed. You know, it was kind of like the writers were like, what can you find? A photo. Why? Because we need it. We need something. Yeah. It. This mystery is not like, I don't know. It's not a mystery show. So maybe they were like, this is the most we can do with our audience. Yeah, like, listen, it. I get what you're trying to do with this episode, but it's, it's, I don't know. Just you're not a mystery show. Like I, I just I don't need a mystery in this show. Yeah, you know my mystery is already why anyone wants to hook up with Dawson. That's enough for me. Why anyone puts up with Dawson, Leary? It's a mystery you'll never solve, to be honest, because he's never not going to have friends. I know. Well, he's the main character. Yeah, that's true. Well played. 
we all are you know we all we're all the main character of our we're all the heroes in our story and then we go out on um eve getting busted by the world's worst cop act three doug tells dawson that the boat actually belongs to a couple in the in their 80s so not eve and where are they well are they out on the town in their 80s no they're not in town because (laughs) hear me out they don't stay down in Capeside during the winter or up in the Cape during the winter. So even though it's balls hot, mm-hmm. it's the winter. Right. So they're not in town. Okay. Yeah. There's a whole spinoff about this couple. <laughs> I would watch it for sure. I'd watch it more to be honest in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, as long as Eve's not in it, honestly. Oh my God. She couldn't because she'd be in the Cape and they're in, fucking florida or wherever they'd love to be in the cape this weekend because it's hot as shit yeah so hot and we got eve walking around with no clothes on practically dawson or doug also saw right through dawson's oh i'm just doing research thing duh everyone did and um thinks that the person that dawson is looking for is the same person that the police are looking for the person who took a speedboat from the marina a few weeks ago but did she crash she didn't crash that one she crash dawson crashed her dad's his dad's boat so all eve did is like take a speedboat for a joyride and then put it back yeah so why are the police still looking because they have nothing else to do yeah that's true and then as he's trying to get dawson to confess that he knows this person um pacey appears with that some of that classic uh homophobic humor He's so well known for around the clubs. Yeah, don't call this guy gay. Don't suggest it. It's the biggest insult. The scream. I mean, he's not just like, I'm not gay. It's like a, I'm going to murder you scream. <laughs> it's a little much. Yeah. It's genuinely, he's the scariest part of this. He's, yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Rob's the second scariest. Do you think that, well, I mean, you know, because you've seen it, but I was at the up that crossed my mind is that they're kind of setting it up for Doug and Jack to have this like little secret affair. Interesting. I know that's all you can say. Yeah, I can't do anything. Because later on, he's like, the gay population in Cape Side is one, me. And it's like, dude, okay, you're being a little dramatic. <laughs> it's probably more Doug than is just that. like very obsessed with not being gay, a little too obsessed. Interesting. Know. okay we'll see we will see uh at the movies joey is like following rob and andy on their date they're on a date to go see martin lawrence in blue streak did you nice. catch that no that's the poster in the background nice. is, uh, blue streak yeah which I, I never saw me either okay um andy spots joey and like is all excited to see her because andy doesn't know what is happening She's so naive <laughs> so naive and this is where we learn that rob logan two first names first name is last name is the senator's son of course he is fully checks out this guy's senator. oh yeah obviously so much makes sense yeah um joey's there to tell andy like how terrible rob actually is and says that not every or andy says that not everyone minds being looked at as a sexual object who is Andy in this episode? <laughs> yeah. Really um yeah, I mean this is so not her. No. Not at all. It's one of these and 
Did Rob ever say to you, Andy, that he sees you as a sexual object? Um, well, he made some comment. Comment. <laughs> comment. Comment. Some comment. Kristen about- Cavallari. <laughs> Oh, what a what a compliment. What a time, I know. Gosh. What a time. What a time to be alive during the Laguna Hills prime. Oh my god. Those were the days. They really were. I looked up to those kids so much. Me too. Cuz I was like just a few years younger than them, so they were so cool to me. I was a few years older than them. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> But I was very invested in their lives, you know? Me too, in like a very unhealthy way. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had opinions on who they were dating and everything. Oh my God, Steven. <laughs> Steven! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that Rob did make some comment to Andy in front oh, okay. of Joey about like sex stuff. It's still a weird thing to, I don't know. This is so un- uncharacteristic for Andy. Indeed. Um, Andy, Joey's like, listen, I'm going to, we got to get out of here. And then Andy tells her that guys aren't really Joey's like area of expertise. What she actually says though, is guys is hardly your area of expertise. Now, come on, Harvard (laughs) guys is guys is hardly your expertise. (laughs) She also makes some comment about how like Joey's just wait, sitting around waiting for Dawson to get back together with her. Like, don't get so personal about it, Andy. She's just trying to help you. Yeah, you're being a little shit right now. Yeah. Ooh, you've been out the S word. Yeah. Sorry, everybody, but that's what's happening. Here's <laughs> what's happening. Oh, what's that? That's um Kim's news podcast that I listen to <sighs> every morning before I go to work, and then I feel so much smarter. It's good because it's literally just made for you. <laughs> That's why I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, exa- it's made just for you. Um, after all of that, after Andy is such a little shit, sorry about the shit word again, to Joey, Joey still comes over and joins Andy and Rob on the date trying to like put some water out on that fire, you know? Yeah, she's got this like little shit eating grin. It's like, I'm going to sit right on next to them with my nachos and my popcorn. I am hungry, whatever. And she's just cr- full on crashing. Yeah. Well, she knows a thing or two about crashing dates at the movie theater. That is true. She has experience. Mm-hmm. It, both being the crasher and the crash E. Mm-hmm. So she's like taking notes during that time, which I appreciate. She's yeah. diligent. Vi- vigilant. Vigilant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, at Graham's, Graham's is like thanking Jack for making Jen so happy, which means it's the perfect time for Jen to for come sh- home storm in and tell him off <laughs> grams is all like which one of you want to tell me what's going on in fact <laughs> i love grams now is that weird i love grams but i love your impression more i think it's getting so good <laughs> it's that you end everything in in fact in fact <laughs> um I I was thinking about this while I was watching this episode. I think as a kid, I probably was like, yeah, what Jack and Henry did is romantic. But obviously, as we've talked about, like we're on Jen's side here. And I'm glad that they have that in this episode that like both Jen and Joey are not putting up with this toxic bullshit. Yes. Here for it. Clap, 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 clap. Very progressive for 1999. I loved your claps just now, by the way. Well, yeah. 
you know, I'm trying something new. <laughs> In fact, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, it's something I would have loved to have seen if I was that age. And it was a great message. Yeah. I mean, we don't just have to like bow down to whatever the men decide to do and decide something's romantic just because they're being creepy. Exactly. Great job. <laughs> Are you really proud of yourself right now? What's going on? I want you to be proud of me. <laughs> I am proud of you. I tell you, you literally every morning, every morning and also all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That true. Uh, uh, at Dawson's Eve's there. Docker. He's like, what are you doing in my room? She's never not in your room. I know. Days. Like, also, Joey was always in your room. Jen pops in your room. Like, don't be so surprised that people are coming through the window of Louvre. Lock the window. Yeah. Maybe that's <laughs> a throw it ladder. I don't know, man. Yeah. Try there's something. Solutions. Yeah. There's many things you could do, my dude. Like, I don't know what to tell you. This isn't that surprising. Uh, I guess it is surprising that anyone is climbing through the window of love. Yeah. For Dawson. Yeah, yeah. Unless they were um, like, I'm sorry, is this Mitch's room or <laughs> Mr. Mammy? Jaws? No, this is not his room. <laughs> What'd you call? Cause, well, because he see, she sees the uh, Jaws poster and was like, oh no, this can't be Mitch's room because he's not a nerd. <laughs> I actually do love Jaws. Is that a signed, a personalized signed Steven Spielberg picture <laughs> framed at your bedside? Framed next to your bed, you freak. <laughs> Just point me to your dad's room. I don't want to be in here anymore. <laughs> yeah, point me to your mom's room. Oh. Um, Gail's adorbs. Oh, my God. Anyone should be so lucky. What a quan. Queen. No, I know. I like that. I like that. You know, deciphering it for someone else. <laughs> Who else is here? No, one else no is- I mean, for our tens of listeners, you know. No one gets this far in the episode. <laughs> they all drop Not off. even Jennifer, our stupid intern. <laughs> <laughs> we can say whatever we want to her about her at this point because she's not fucking listening anymore. No. <laughs> um. Anyway, she wants her picture back. How does she know this picture is missing? Did she go back yes. to the boat? I don't know, man. That was like the, she was like, I want a picture back. So this scene, I think, is also very uncharacteristic for uh, Eve because Dawson like kind of gives her this whole speech of like, tell me where you came from. Tell me what you're doing here. What do you want? And she just concedes and is like, okay, here's my whole backstory. And you're like, oh, uh, if only someone had asked you that many episodes ago, we wouldn't have had to have deal- dealt with you this long. Yeah, I, I, I remember like partway through this, I did remember something specific about this picture and the storyline. But uh, until I got to this exact point, I definitely did not believe at all that Eve was telling the truth. And she was like, okay, it's a picture of my mom and I'm trying to find her and blah, blah, blah. And she, her whole backstory was like, no. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely suspect because she's so uh, pathological liar. Yeah, that's true. And then all of a sudden it's like a switch. Yeah. She's all of a sudden like a good person who's spilling her guts out to Dawson. I was like, what? I did remember. So it turns out that she's looking for her mom. I did remember this. Mm, I guess I'll save this little piece of information for the end of the episode. Anyway, I did remember where the storyline was going as she was talking about her mom being like, this is the only picture I have of her and I'm trying to find her now. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. Dawson says that he believes her because he's dumb. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and then says that once you get past the lying, stealing and using sex as a weapon, you end up with a lot of good stuff. 
really a lot good stuff (laughs) (laughs) um you you saw that for about 0.5 seconds when she said give me my photo back like what are you what are you talking about and andy in this episode are so freaking gullible yeah um and then just as strangely as she arrived she gone at the stargazing spot that Jack and Jen have discovered that's five miles from the house that they live in <laughs> with a perfectly good stargazing spot. Sure. Yeah. Um, Jack says that he didn't do the Henry thing for Henry. He did it for Jen. He wanted her to know that there are things that she wants that are there for the taking, like love. All right. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Maybe that's let's let Jen decide that, but. <laughs> I know. That's sure. like, it's very sweet, but I'm still with Jen. Yeah. Like, I get your motive but also like let her decide. Jack asks if she wants more in her life right now than just Jack and Jen hanging out, watching start with your 16. You're 16. That sounds lovely. Yeah. Until you get older. Um, yeah, it's bad. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good stuff when you're older. No. That's for sure. Um, Jen says that she's never had a boy that was like just a friend that wasn't trying to sleep with her that actually liked her for her. And she has that with Jack, and that's what she wants in her life, which is very cute. Very sweet. She needs that. Mm-hmm. It's good for her. I agree. She also says that setting her up was more about him, Jack, than it was about her. She thinks that he's lonely for a relationship, and I really like the honesty here. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I think I am, but, you know. I'm the the only- gay population is one, and it's me. Yeah. It's not Doug, who's out Don't here yelling. ever suggest that he's gay. <laughs> He's in the population. (laughs) It's me and me alone. Um, Friend cam, though. Yeah. Yeah. Heavy friend cam TM. Yeah. And then just like the beginning of the storyline, these ding-dongs don't remember sprinklers. They're like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) What the hell? They run again. Ding-dongs. And they're so cute and like just love each other so much. They, Yeah, it is very. I like that they, this is the only storyline of this episode that I liked. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then out on Senator Logan's Marina, uh, Andy's there to see Rob, but runs into Joey. She tells Joey that after the movies, Rob was a perfect gentleman and walked her to the door and just dropped her off. Okay. Sure. Um, actually, Rob Set is your bad. standards higher. <laughs> yeah. Ladies. He's a perfect gentleman. He walked me to the door and then left me there. So. Yeah. He didn't even know if I got it or not. So. <laughs> Manners. Uh, Rob is actually bad because then he calls out Joey for leaving work an hour early to spy on their date. And after Joey says, yeah, she did leave work early, but like literally nobody comes in ever at that last hour. He just fires her. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. It's uh, I mean, you know, we're supposed to hate Rob, but also he had a pretty valid point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But for the sake of the podcast and the story, Rob. Well, no, listen, nuance. Oh, okay. It's up to you. You can have whatever. I agree with you implicitly. <laughs> no nuance. Oh, okay. Fuck this guy then. Yeah. <laughs> um, Andy tries to like smooth things over, but Joey says, no. Rotten yeah, hell. Andy's all like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> it's all, you know. I'll take a breath. <laughs> yeah, things are moving pretty quickly right now. Joey, you're about to get fired from this very important to you marina job. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> your passion. At Graham's, uh, Dawson's there to deliver a window air conditioning unit. And then uh, what does he see when he drops her off? Ghost. 
a ghost, a ghost mom. Um, <laughs> wait, first. So for so Dawson like sees a picture and he's like, Grams, who is this in this picture? And she points to a kid's drawing and goes, why? Of course, that's our Lord Jesus Christ, as interpreted by one of our young Sunday school students. Dawson's like, shut up, Grams. That's not what I was asking. You know it. <laughs> but nice try guys trying to up the suspense <laughs> we just needed a couple more seconds <laughs> we don't have enough commercials yep. um anyway it turns out that eve's mom is also jen's mom oh sisters now that is a massive mic drop that they're ending the episode with indeed it's crazy yeah but at the same time i'm like ooh, intrigue but also this means i'm gonna see more of eve <sighs> no comment great yeah um next week season three episode six secrets and lies oh my god which one both Ooh. hey kim so if anyone <laughs> wanted to reach out to you about your secrets and lies are you hitting on me right now <laughs> you like jazz <laughs> um is this my flirty voice I, I don't know i've never heard it before but that's how you Aww. got your that's how you got all the fellas that's how I, uh, I'm married for a reason, fellas. All I have to do is go, hey. <laughs> that is when you're doing a character that is hitting on someone. That is what you do. Yeah. So. I'm always a character and it's exhausting for others. You're a card and I love it. <laughs> anyway, so social media needs. Uh, yeah, I got social media needs. Um, at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. The TikTok game is strong. Thank you. It's when I remember it. to do it. It is really something. <laughs> and you're getting a lot more likes too. Like at yeah. least ten. At least. Kind of weird. So people want to. People it. like learning about weird shit. It's interesting. People are weird. Yeah, that's true. It says. Oh hey, what's up? If people wanted to send you weird shit, uh, you got social media scenes? Send it over, baby. At <laughs> Ashley Zaz, Instagram and Twitter. Send right. me all the weirdest shit you have. Yeah. Nothing can scare me. Whoa, let's try it. <laughs> Upping the ante. <laughs> and um, the show? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, it's at Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. It's a pretty great, pretty great social meets. Mm. It's fun. It's fun. We have fun. Cool. Uh, Thanks, Ghislaine Maxwell follow. follows us. <laughs> yeah, you're in good company. <laughs> pretty crazy. She's been a little um, quiet as of late, but. Yeah, normally she's the first like on all the posts, but lately she has know. not she been. She must be busy. <laughs> My favorite part is that, um, one of the courtroom drawings that I saw. You know, obviously everyone's in court, so they're all wearing masks. But her mask is below her no nose. And I was like, of fucking course yes, it is. That is so <laughs> sassy. Asshole. I love it. <laughs> you asshole. Put your fucking mask yeah. up. You don't breathe through your nose. You know? She may not. She's a demon. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is very true. So she might not need to breathe at all. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs>